Welcome to episode 33 of Land the Plane Podcast. Drums, please! All right, everybody, welcome back to a special groovy episode of Land the Plane Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'm Jonathan. And we are back for another, uh, you know, hey, it's it's Bible Trip and it's our summer series. We're having fun. Uh, we kinda, we've kind of been playing with the music a little bit, having a little little different genre, and that just kind of got me in the groove movement. I'm just over here bouncing my head, you know, call it the white boy bounce, but that's just what I do. I was over here eating ice. I know you kind of had your hands up above your head there for a moment. I saw you. I saw you yeah. feeling the groove there. But uh, no, welcome back, everybody. We are continuing on this Bible tripping summer series where we are just uh, just jumping right into it, getting into a story of the Bible that uh, maybe has a road trip involved, maybe has something that's going on that we can relate to, and uh, hopefully, as you're traveling about this summer, uh, having some fun with your family, that you can uh, all tune in to Land the Plan podcast and just get a little educated, and have a little fun on the way. So. Uh, we're glad you're joining us on this road trip. <laughs> road trip, summer summer road trip. All right, so Jonathan, yeah. we're going to jump right into it. We are. Let's go. Jump. 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 All right, we are going to talk about a story where sometimes you'll never know who you're going to run into. So this story comes from the book of Acts, New Testament, in the Bible. That's what we do. The Bible. <laughs> yes. Not necessarily just the New Testament. No, yeah, we, we do the whole thing, but oh, yeah. 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 Anyways, so we're going to be in Acts chapter well, 8. Well, maybe not Leviticus. Uh, yeah, we could have a special Leviticus episode. We could just talk like this. Yeah, talk about the fatty liver. <laughs> I know there's, a, and it's not, fun. I, I mean, it. you know. There's important that, there's stuff a, in there's there. There's a lot of important stuff in there. So. I'm just glad we don't have to do it. <laughs> Somebody else is better equipped for that one, probably. Anywho, so we're going to be in the book of Acts. Uh, we're going to be in chapter 8, starting around verse 26, if you want to refer and follow along or anything. We're not going to read it word for word, but we're going to hit some highlights and tell the story. And what we're talking about tonight, Jonathan, is the Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. Ethiopian eunuch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, we're talking about this story, we're talking about Philip. Now, th- this Philip, was this was this like Philip, Nathaniel, Philip? Nope, you know, no, not that Philip. Not, not the apostle Philip. The other Philip. The other Philip. If you knew there was another Philip. He was appointed at a later date after the church was kind of getting established. Um, he was a guy kind of known as Philip the Evangelist. And so um, probably because of his stories and his uh, what we know about him, he was very evangelical and always willing to share the gospel. Uh, so here we are. We get to the story, and here we hit the road trip. Is it, it starts right off the bat. It says, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So, hey, road trip. <laughs> straight from the Lord himself, and he starts off uh, heading south. So he hits this road, and and Philip is traveling. And uh, as he's traveling, he comes across uh, an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. Hmm. Sounds like a big deal. Yeah. In fact, it says he was in charge of all of her treasure. Ooh. So he's a banker. (laughs) I can relate to that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we're the same thing. Except for I just in charge of computer screens because that's where all the money is nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't exist in a bank. So don't say stuff like that. No, it doesn't. 
we'll have a run on the bank or something. <laughs> no, we don't keep money there. We keep, we keep it's all electronic nowadays. So bad news. Not to not to depress anybody, but that's just the way it is, Jonathan. Um, so anyway, so. Uh, he runs into this Ethiopian, this eunuch, a uh, very important person, probably a person you wouldn't expect to run into on a road trip. Right? Yeah. A lot of times you go on a road trip, you're just expecting to stay there. Everybody else is on vacation just like you. But this guy was here for a reason, and he was the reason um, God sent Philip on this trip. And in fact, when he got there, he found out that this, this Ethiopian had come to Jerusalem to worship, and he was going back home. But as he was there, he was reading, and basically he was reading scriptures uh, from the prophet, prophet Isaiah. Right. We have some of that in the Old Testament now. Yep. Some of the same things this Ethiopian was reading. And so, it, that would probably go to show just how wealthy this guy was, because you couldn't go down to your corner, Barnes & Noble, and buy a copy of the Old Testament. Right, right. It was Things were handwritten by scribes, just in case you ever wondered what a scribe was in the Bible. <laughs> that's what they did. They wrote, they made copies of, of the books. So for him to have a handwritten, it would have been a handwritten copy Mm -hmm. of the book of Isaiah on scrolls. Pretty big deal. Not everybody had those. Yeah, pretty big deal, pretty big investment for him. And taking it back home with him uh, to Egypt and to hopefully maybe share. Or to Ethiopia. Ethiopia, yeah. I said Egypt, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) The E's confuse me, Jonathan. I can't keep up with the E's. So uh, basically it says in verse 29, it says, And the Spirit said to Philip, Go over and join, uh, join this chariot. So I love that because here is an example of we see the spirit at action. A lot of people are like, does the spirit really exist or this or that? Yes, it does. And here it is in action telling Philip to go over and spoke to him. So it says in verse 30, so Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, do you understand what you're reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And I think that's really cool because here's, you know, when we walk through the Christian life, we always kind of wonder how to start conversations with somebody, you know, and and Philip was kind of given this gift here. But what's intriguing about it to me is is the Spirit told him to go over there. God placed him on this trip uh, to go down towards Gaza, and as he did, he runs into a guy that's sitting on the side of the road reading Scripture. Yeah. I mean— Kind of set it up for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a no-brainer. And so he basically says, hey, what are you reading? Uh, do you understand what you're reading? And, and the Ethiopian says, how am I supposed to if nobody has shared it with me or taught me? So what's Philip do? He invites him to come sit. They sit down. They talk about Scripture. And they start fleshing it out a little bit. They go into some specific Scriptures, like the ones he was reading right there is, is covered in verse uh, 32 and 33, it says, Like a sheep was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb before its shear is silent. So he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe uh, his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. In, in the eunuch, it goes on to say, Ask Philip specifically, like, what is this talking about? Who is this talking about? Okay, I thought you wanted to say something. <laughs> you gave me that look like you had. You, well, I got something. You ready I got to go. something. I was just waiting on you. <laughs> but he's basically, I mean, here's this great instance. It, it, the thing he's reading about, Old Testament from Isaiah, hundreds of years before, I don't know the exact time, was writing about Jesus. And, yeah. And it, the, the, even Isaiah didn't know it was Jesus at the time that he was writing about. But here it was, and he put him on this path, and that's the exact verses as he was reading. Yeah. As God's and this is him. just, I mean, this is Acts, which is, 
it's it's the acts of the apostles following the death of Christ. Yep. So Christ would not have been I mean it wouldn't have been that far after Christ's death and resurrection. So what if the eunuch had been reading this three or four years prior? They wouldn't have been able to tell him the story of, you know. Exactly he, who it referred to. Yeah, because even Philip wouldn't have understood at that yeah, time who it was. Maybe that, that it was the Messiah that was going to one day come. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just even the timing down to when all of this happened was was a, like a divine appointment. Yeah, and, and I like how he responds, because it goes on to talk about how when, when Philip was asked this question, he he didn't have written down scriptures of New Testament type stuff at this time just to hand over to to the Ethiopian and say, here, read all this stuff. But what he did have the ability is he had the ability just to tell the story. Yeah. He had this, we, all, we all know the story of Jesus. I, I say that. Maybe you're listening to this podcast. You don't know the story of Jesus. Well, I encourage you to go find out if you believe or not, don't believe, wherever you're at in your faith walk. Learn about Jesus. Just find out who he is. And simply all, all Philip did was start telling him about what he knew about Jesus, that, that Jesus was there, that Jesus was a teacher, that Jesus came, and he died on the cross. And then it, it was risen again because they, the tomb was empty in three days, and everybody saw it. There were so many witnesses to it. So he's telling him this story. And the Ethiopian, immediately after hearing the stories, um, they, they're, they're traveling uh, on, on this chariot, and it says, as they were going wrong, the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, see, here is water. What prevents me from being baptized? And I think that's really awesome because it went from this instance of, I don't know what I'm reading. <laughs> yeah, to I need to be baptized. I, because he, he understood that as he was going to worship and hearing these things, that these truths were being spoken to him. And the Spirit was at work. God was obviously at work. He set up this perfect scenario here for Philip and this Ethiopian to share the gospel. And he did. And that Ethiopian immediately believed, immediately gave his life over and wanted to be baptized. Yeah. And what amazes me about the story even more is the fact that um, we rejoice because at this time, the Ethiopian, um, he became a believer and gave his life to Christ and all these things. And we rejoice in that because any any life saved, any salvation is a great thing to celebrate. But it wasn't just that. Let's remember who this Ethiopian was. This Ethiopian had great influence yeah. back where he was going home. His position, his his power, being... Uh, a eunuch and, and working for the queen and being over all of her treasures. When he went back home to tell the story, because you know he would, mm-hmm. there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to oh, go yeah. back home and tell the story, that how many more lives will be affected? How many more um, souls will be saved and how many more will experience that salvation? Because Philip on the road, this random trip that God sent him on, ran into somebody who he never expected to meet. And even if he did meet somebody, uh, obviously, uh, Philip was very willing to talk, very willing to share the truth, very willing to share the gospel, and he did. And now this guy's going to go back home with these scriptures and be able to tell this same story to so many people. And that's what yeah. really gets cool, and so many lives are affected just by one person's faithfulness yeah. in that moment. Yeah, you may not end up sharing the gospel with thousands of people, but the the person, one of those people may. You know, it's like, who? what if you were the guy that, the guy or the woman, whatever, that led Billy Graham to Christ. Oh, yeah. Crazy. You know? I mean, you might only lead one person to Christ in all your life, and it was Billy Graham. And, yeah, so so you never know. Well, again, you never know who you're going to run into. Yep. Um, and I think 
the thing that makes the story as powerful as it, it is, and, and a story to remember is, it didn't tell us the words he said exactly. It didn't tell us the style he used to evangelize this guy. I didn't go over none of that. All, but what we do know is that Philip was willing. And he said yes. And he went when he was told to go. And he obeyed when he was told to obey. And he shared the gospel. And it's going to carry over to Ethiopia to a whole other country, a whole other land that this, this gospel is going to go. Yeah. But the trip wasn't over yet, Jonathan. Yeah. The now he gets the cool trip. <laughs> The part of the trip that we all wish we could do sometimes mm-hmm. or, or experience, it says, um, 39, and when they uh, came out of the water, he, he baptized, Philip baptized the Ethiopian right there yeah. when they found that water. And it says in verse 39, and when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. Beam me up, Scotty. Boop. <laughs> Teleportation, man. Right there. It's Bam. real. It's in the Bible. It can happen. I wouldn't trust humans making teleporters, but I trust God if he wants to teleport me. Uh, let's go. Yeah. I just want to try oh, it yeah. out. I'd love to try it out. That'd be awesome. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and it says, but Philip found himself at, uh, I'm going to say this wrong, Azotus. Azotus? That looks good. And as he passed through, he preached the gospel all the towns until he came to Caesarea. So he teleported. Immediately, like it came out of the water, probably like the Ethiopian's wiping the water away from his face. He's all happy, and all of a sudden, Philip's gone. Poof. Poof. Yeah. You got to wonder, like when Philip ended up wherever he was teleported to, was he dry? (laughs) (laughs) You know, something tells me of God. Things that make you go. Teleport him. Hmm. It would kind of be funny, though, like just to show up in the middle of the <laughs> desert somewhere, like soaking wet. Or just in the middle of town. <laughs> yeah. It's like, poof, into town and you're dripping. Because you think, you know, he's probably only wet from like the waist down or from like, you know, maybe he probably yeah. didn't like submerge completely. I yeah. Don't, I don't know. Uh-huh. It's interesting. Hmm. Never thought about that part of the story. I'm going to have to ask Philip this one day. <clears throat> yeah. There you go. The other Philip. Yeah. That, this this Philip. No. Yeah. Yep. So anyway. So there's a story of a story of Philip and the Ethiopian, and you know we told you we're gonna keep these uh, summer shows a little little lighter, a little shorter, but we still want to land the plane, and we want to we want to bring this home a little bit. And I kind of I think what I want to share with you is you know um, we go on road trips all the time, we go on vacations, we go on work trips, we go on school trips, we get put here, we get put there, we always get put in unique situations at times. And maybe God doesn't always talk to us as clear as he did to Philip at this time. And maybe we won't get teleported at the end if we obey. Maybe we will. I'm not here to say you won't, but maybe not. But at the end of the day, are you willing? When you go on these trips and when you encounter strangers, when you encounter people that you don't know, um, are you willing to, to share the gospel? Are you willing to do what's right? Are you willing to share that with others? Because you never know who you'll run into yeah. and, and who they could be. Are you willing to take take time out of your time, you know, time out of your schedule? And, and again, I mean, you know, we're talking about road trips, summer trips, all those kind of things. But what if the trip is just the trip to the grocery store? Yeah, could you know, be. And, and you run into somebody at the grocery store. Um, so let's always be aware, kind of, you know, of, of the people around us, aware of how conversations could start. And, and especially aware of where the Spirit may be leading us. Mm. Just to take those little those little side trips. Yep. And you never know when God's going to lay an easy one in your lap like this one. A very a very obvious situation to be at work. So, 
Anyway, great story. Um, we're enjoying these quick little summer stories, these Bible tripping episodes. We're having a lot of fun doing them. And uh, this is number three. We're going to have uh, number four, number four coming. It'll be yep. the last in the series. And, uh, come but out not soon. before I get to take a little trip. Going oh. on vacation. Oh, vacation? Yeah. Man, me, I got, and actually, you're taking a trip, too. I got two trips coming. We're going in the opposite directions, though. I got camp, and then I got vacation myself. Yeah. So I'm going towards God's country. I'm not yeah. sure where you're going. I'm going to church camp. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty godly, Jonathan. That's godly, but that's not God's country. <laughs> that's true. Probably not quite where you're going. But anyway, yeah. so hey, y'all uh, give us a follow on social medias. Make sure you find us on Facebook. Make sure you find us on Twitter, all those types of things. And uh, if you want to send us an email, talk about something, send that to uh, landtheplanetoday at gmail.com. And like I said, give us a follow on the social medias and uh, join in on the conversation. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing this summer and uh, how the show hopefully has impacted you and made it a little bit better. So I think that's it, Jonathan. Yeah, man. Let's get out of here. This may be our shortest show ever. I don't even know. I have no idea. But it was good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right, We'll talk to you later, guys. Y'all have fun. Have have safe time on your summer trips. Talk to y'all soon.